We bless you in Yeshua's mighty name. Supply and demand, your secret safe with me. God is so good, we are blessed just thinking about him. Malachi 3:16 Beloved one of the Lord. Thou art welcome within the portals of new birth ministries. Together, we will open the book that keeps secrets from the flesh. Secrets that can only be revealed through the help of God's Holy Spirit. We invite you to partake of God's wisdom and help yourself freely. Golden knowledge and riches of wisdom, they are yours, partake and drink deeply. You are now one of us on this path, on this journey called, life. Allow Jesus to teach you to master your abilities, now. John 5:39. Search the scriptures, for in them ye think ye have eternal life, and they are they which testify of me. Romans 10. 11 For the scripture saith, Whosoever believeth on him shall not be ashamed. NBM 412-802-5650 We bless you in Jesus' mighty name. Psalm 25 Believe your secret safe with me. Demand and supply. Psalm 25 0-21 Unto thee, O Lord, do I lift up my soul. 2 O my God, I trust in thee, let me not be ashamed, let not mine enemies triumph over me. Revelation 13 New Birth Ministries At some point in life we have all experienced the desire to get victory over our enemies. Years ago on ABC Family there used to be a movie called, Face the Tiger where a young American boy was being bullied. An old Chinese man, full of wisdom told the boy that the best way to end his problem was to turn around and face the tiger. He told him of a little Chinese boy who had been harassed by a tiger in the same way that he was being harassed. Sure enough, the boy did the same thing that the little Chinese boy who had done. He turned around in his tracks one day and confronted his attacker. The attacker was so shocked, he shouted something degrading and ran away. If we have the faith in our God that we are claiming, knowing that nothing by any means shall hurt us, why do we attempt to run from troubles? There is a time biblically when people ran from troubles but only on God's word. I recall Mary and Joseph running from the evil King Herod who had all intentions to kill baby Jesus. Matthew 2:13. the only reason that they ran was because an angel of the Lord came to them and told them to do so. When you run from troubles, did God tell you to run or did you take it upon yourself? God expects for us to wait for His divine direction. 1468 TCR Divine directions are explicit directions that are given to individuals. There, sadly, are many ministers who were called by God to do a certain thing and there are the self-appointed ones. They do what they want when they feel like it. The saying says that some were called and sent and some just plain old went. True is the case. In this microwave society, we want everything quickly. Many assume leadership without going through the proper channels and experiences to do so. Some were thrown into leadership because they are family members and once they are placed in office they have no idea what to do. Many times David inquired of the Lord. Do we? The one time that David did not inquire of the Lord, he sinned. There are people who will not eat or drink unit they've asked God first. He keeps us out of the paths of destruction. Do you realize how many times God kept you from choking to death by prayer? There was a movie with a man by the name of Cedric the Entertainer who had picked up a young girl while he and his family went on vacation. She was a bit dark and eccentric but they treated her well. Instead of the father, played by Cedric, praying on the food at the dinner table, he asked the young girl to pray. She began to say odd words, attempting to conjure up spirits, her eyes began to roll back in her head. The father stopped her abruptly. 
My point is that if those who do not worship God are so quick to pray to their idols, shouldn't we automatically pray to our one and only, true and wise God? God keeps us away from harm's way. The psalmist said, Ye though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death I will fear no evil for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff shall comfort me. Verses 5 of Psalm 25 is interesting. Lead me in thy truth, and teach me, for thou art the God of my salvation, on thee do I wait all the day. This reminds me of the scripture, They that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. Using our own strengths, tactics and rhetoric only weakens us. The old way of doing things is the demand but God's grace is the supply. What happens to a business if it has a huge demand but not enough supply? It soon goes out of business. It cannot meet the expectations of those who are willing to pay for it. The people complain, another businessman hears it, picks it up and soon, there is another business planted in the same area as yourself, doing the same things that you once did. God wants us to be teachable and seek His guidance at all times. He loves devotion, loyalty, and constancy as do we here at New Birth Ministries and NBBI. The writer asks in verse 7 Remember not the sins of my youth. Aren't you glad that God loves you so much that you can ask Him to forget the sins of your youth? Satan surely would not allow you to forget anything. He is called in Revelation 12:10 the accuser of the brethren. To make sure that he robs you of your joy, he attempts to get us to accuse ourselves. This is why the Bible speaks against us being a base. It means to belittle oneself. To be overly critical of yourself, to degrade yourself. In order to be used of God or taught by God, one needs to be meek and humble. This means that you are not quite the self-made man or woman but along the way, you have learned to accept whatever God gives you. You've learned that taking the bus is cheaper, having a modest apartment or house is greater than trying to extend your finances with a condo in a gated neighborhood. A 12-year-old car isn't too bad after all and an 8-year HP gets you on the internet just like a Mac. Stop and ponder upon this. Selah. Close your eyes and think of the times that you wish that you had better. Many of us are guilty. I had a brother who passed away in the early 90s. He was an unusual man. Everybody loved him. He was quite the grown adult but had the heart of Jesus. He sacrificed much for the safety and comfort of others. He ran errands for others every day, made people laugh, enjoyed a good game of pool, loved music, loved children and the children loved him. Everyone in the town knew Paul. I always wondered why he always had basement apartments with the very bare essentials. He'd take a pipe sticking out of the wall and turn it into a beautiful shower, drapes and all. He'd get someone's second-hand furniture and clean it up and it would look brand new. I saw him get up at 5 a.m. and go clean someone's establishment for a cup of coffee and $5. He would come back home with a bag of potatoes and one cheap steak and cook breakfast for not only me but about six more of his friends that I had met who were also wonderful people. The eight of us would eat and be filled. It seemed as though God multiplied that steak and those potatoes just for us. Paul couldn't read or write but his heart was an open book. He later died from complications of his type I diabetes. He would show me some very thick socks that someone knitted for him to keep his feet warm and we'd laugh as he put them on. Basements are a little chilly. Paul wasn't slow, and he had no mental challenges, he just had a huge heart. He enjoyed serving. I wish that I was more like him. He died and the entire town mourned. To this day, I miss him, I met some beautiful people through Paul. One man that he fed was a true American Indian. His whole family was. People made fun of him because liquor was his demon every day therefore he lived lowly as well. 
I couldn't judge because I wasn't doing so well myself then either. That man asked me to sing with him one night. I agreed. He opened his mouth and sounded like an angel. Amazing grace how sweet was his sound. God is good. As we all sang together, I felt the presence of God descend upon us. God works through our humbleness. The Bible says that God resists the proud. We should never get to the point where we act as though we have arrived on our own. God helped us at times that we truly did not deserve it. Grace is receiving something that you do not deserve. Mercy is not receiving something that you do deserve. I tell people to think of being in court. The judge can hand down a very strict sentence on you but you repent of your deed and beg for mercy. Instead of four to five years in prison, you get probation. That is mercy. As far as grace goes, you have God's grace every time you breathe in His air. Capish? Amen. Verses 10. All the paths of God are mercy and truth to those of us who believe. We keep His commandments because we love Him. His testimonies are true. The testimony of His Son Jesus the Christ is a powerful and true one. If it weren't for His awesome love, we would be an old, discarded design because God would just take another set of humans, heavens and hell and call it a day. He is so good to us that He allows us to accept our new design through the acceptance of the work of the cross by Jesus, His Son. When Jesus captures us up to the heavens on that great and mighty day, we will not have these old decrepit and sore bodies but we will have our new, glorified bodies. Hallelujah! No cancer, no arthritis, no DJD, no depression, no more sickness or pain. Nothing. This is why we have to also pray for others. I like to say, the more the merrier. Prayer is vital and causes us to be victorious. Verse 13 of Psalm 25 tells us that he who follows the path of the Lord will experience an ease within their souls and their seed shall inherit the earth. Yes, there are times where we must say, Yea though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death but God has that unseen hedge of protection around us. Pastor John Hakey in San Antonio, Texas preached about a man who entered his church, shooting wind cursing. Something whispered to this wretched soul to hate Pastor Hakey. Just as they do to others about you and I. He played an audio of the event that we may hear what happened. You can hear the man yelling and shooting. He shot all of his bullets and his gun at Pastor Hagee. One can only imagine how Pastor Hagee felt. Maybe afraid in the flesh but elated in the spirit because although the shooter had great aim, not one bullet hit Pastor Hagee. God and his angels would not allow it. Ye though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. What are you grateful for? Hast thou considered it? What has God delivered you from? I can even think of times when God miraculously put gas in my car so that I wouldn't be stranded in a strange place somewhere. Have you ever driven and literally watched your gas needle rise before your very eyes? Believe. With God all things are possible. He is real. I am writing this to you not just to call myself a writer with a ready pen, keyboard, but to mentally, spiritually and physically place all of the faith and power of God in me to your very eyes to descend deep down into your soul. Believe that He is. The beautiful songstress sings, God is. One of my favorite songs. Hebrews 11:6 tells the reader, But without faith, it is impossible to please Him, for he that cometh to God must first believe that He is and that He is a rewarder of those who diligently seek Him. Be diligent. Inquire of God when you come to that fork in the road. In this life you will run into many forks and many paths that the enemy of your soul places alongside God's correct path. Inquire of the Lord. Verses 14 says that the secret lies in him that fears the Lord. 
With this word fear meaning respect we ought to always put God first and He will see to it that His divine revelations inhabit our very being. God is your best friend, not man. Humans can be deceived and will deceive you. Continue to work on the divine friendship that you have been given. God is the only one who would never repeat your business for a price. Everyone else can be bought. And some people are driven by fame and will tell your secrets for a dime. Even secret brotherhoods are telling on one another. They say that those who abuse crack cocaine never tell on one another. The saying is, there is honor among thieves. That has even proven to be a lie. I found that there are those who use the substance and they do repeat what they know if the time is right. The songstress on the radio sings, your secret's safe with me. Even she is wrong. Make her angry and she will tell everything she knows. She later went on to have a baby to a married man so someone's secret wasn't very safe. Praise God that verse 15 says that God will pluck your feet out of nets. No weapon formed against you shall prosper and all that rises up against you shall fall. You should not fear what any devil may bring you. You are a child of the Most High God. In your believing, the worst that you can do is to set values of your belief system according to how you were raised, who you grew up around, the town you lived in or who your so-called friends and family, relatives, are. Sometimes these descriptives can be your downfall. I know a lady who has an awesome anointing on her life and an awesome testimony as well. She refuses to disassociate with negative people from her past and continues to play the same old role, from the same old town, that the same old people expect her to play. Let go and let God. God likes freshness. He uses those who enjoy the ride. Jesus said, A prophet is not without honor except in his own hometown. Matthew 13:57. She is a hair away from finally letting go. Have you noticed the many great preachers that come from out of town? That's why many travel. The knew him whence keep a man or woman down through gossip, jealousy, envy and strife. I know great singers who should be on television but they allowed hometown judgment to squash their dreams. They are older now, they don't sing much anymore and God forbid that one of the hometown churches should invite them to sing. Deliverance. The last scripture of Psalm 25 are of the writer asking God to deliver them from stresses, enemies and troubles. Their trust in the Lord is commendable. So should ours be. The only way to keep your integrity intact is to trust in the Lord. People will identify you by your faithfulness. Learn to tell people that God will bless you instead of maybe God will. If you are going through a rough time in life, and they ask how it's going, don't say, it's looking kind of bleak but I'm praying. Say instead, sometimes it gets hard but God is still in control. Believe without a doubt that your Romans 8:28 reward will follow. If the sheriff has placed a padlock on your door and a sheriff's sale on the window, don't call it over until God says it's over. I had a lady who worked at a well-known loan center, tell me once few. I don't see how God is going to help you in this situation. It was a nasty thing to say but something in my spirit wouldn't allow me to accept the thought that all was over. Needless to say, I did get the loan and, and saved my home. Don't ever give up. I keep going at things so much at times that my own children tell me sometimes to let things alone. I get victory and it ends up being a wonderful example to those watching me. I exhaust my chances at times but I leave it all to God. He always causes me to come out smelling like a rose and will do the same for you. When one way doesn't work God has a better way. He will never allow his children to look silly or abandoned. Believe. Prayer. Lord thank you for all of those times that you've helped me even if I didn't ever realize that it was you. Cause my integrity and uprightness to preserve me. Lord I will wait on thee. Amen.
Rev. Esther R. Scott Daughter of the King New Birth Ministries is a 501, C3, charitable organization. Cash, app equals dollar Esther Scott. Revesi.com blog. Revesi.org ministry site.